Christ is risen from the dead, trampling death by death, and to those in the tombs giving life. Christos bos gracis mat, prix matius mat porola, item shoroba jitia daruva. Christ is risen from the dead, trampling death by death, and to those in the tombs giving life. He granted us eternal life. We exalt his glorious resurrection on the third day. Christos was grass. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. It's his father, Basil Malovany, again, doing another podcast. Hope everyone is well, wherever you are listening from. So, it's near the end of Bright Week, of uh, this week after Easter. And this weekend, we're going to be celebrating in our tradition, in our Ukrainian Catholic tradition. Mm-hmm. Palm is Sunday, um, so that's that's what we'll be doing in our tradition. Or maybe another podcast. I'll talk about that Thomas Sunday, and also I think um, in the the Roman Catholic tradition, they have the D- Divine Mercy Sunday this Sunday. I remember uh, attending some conferences in the past. Uh, about Divine Mercy, and maybe I'll talk about that another day as well. But today, um, again, I just want to maybe reflect on a few minutes about our world today, what's happening in the world, and, uh, you know, especially about, it's, it's hard not to reflect about mm-hmm. the war in Ukraine about what's happening in the, the politics of the world and, and all these things that are happening. And, um, you know, one of the news stories in our Catholic world happened last Friday, um, you know, regarding the war in Ukraine on, on, on uh, Good Friday when Pope Francis... Um, at their stations of the cross, I guess it was in Rome, uh, had uh, a Russian and a Ukrainian woman uh, together uh, um, in that procession. And it was, you know, a symbol of trying to show that there can be peace, I guess. There can be, you know, peace among enemies, um, among different countries, even those countries at war uh, with one another. And uh, this, um, you know, caused a lot of uh, discussion, let's put it that way, you know. A lot of different opinions about this. Um, 
no, whatever uh, our opinions are about Pope Francis, um, you know, he's not a politician, even though sometimes he acts like a politician. Many people do not know that the Vatican is a sovereign state, that it's run independent by any country in the world. And uh, he is, you know, the ruler basically of the of uh, the Vatican City, uh, as well as being the Pope of Rome. So, um, it's just, uh, you know, the, the 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 reactions of people towards this. Um, controversy I guess for many people it's a controversy uh, it's it's difficult to be on either side of it you know because we we know as Catholics as Christians we are supposed to be forgiving we are supposed to sec, uh, seek reconciliation at all times uh, we are supposed to ask for forgiveness and, and to forgive those who have hurt us so that's obviously one side of our um, Christian faith that we uh, celebrate and live out every day of our lives but on the other hand we are human as well, you know, and and we have emotions. We feel strongly about things, and when there's a war going on, <coughs> it's um, just a little bit of a difficult situation to see where the Pope is. Um, not, not really understanding maybe the entire war, not understanding the entire situation that is going on between these two countries and the aggression of one of the countries against the other. So, um, you know, it's, it's something to think about, you know, when we are in these kind of situations and we have this very strong opinion or a very strong feelings about a certain a nation, about a certain culture, uh, because of the long history, um, meaning, you know, between Ukraine and Russia, uh, there is, <laughs> there is, uh, not always a, a good, relationship between these two countries uh, even though people think that they're basically one of the same they're not they're totally different peoples and, and this to you know to say well just forget all that's happened in the past forget all that's been done by one country over the other country over centuries and centuries and just make up and, and 
forget about all the harm that's been done is is not easy. It's not easy at all. <laughs> you know, even though that as Christians we are supposed to do that, there's no doubt about it. But it's it's a very complicated process, and especially now between churches, between the Orthodox and the Ukrainian Catholic Church in Ukraine. Um, it's, I don't know if that action that the Pope wanted to promote peace with was, was timed right. Let's put it that way. Was it, was it the right timing to do that? Um, it, it might have just caused more emotional outbursts now between both sides of the issue. And uh, it's, again, we don't want to criticize the Pope too much because he wants peace in the world. Every, hopefully every bishop promotes peace and wants the end of all wars. That's, that's every, you know, Catholic hopefully promotes peace and, and the end of wars. Uh, but again, it is, there's ways of doing it that are, there would be less, uh, confrontational, uh, less, um, controversial. I guess is the word I'm looking for. So I guess that brings me to the to the question, you know, uh, the Pope being the head of their church of the Universal Catholic Church. Does every action that the Pope does, does every document that the Pope produces, does every speech that the Pope says have to be taken? as truth, as total gospel truth. Like we have to listen to every word of the Pope and say, well, we have to follow what the Pope says. Well, <laughs> um, yes and no, you know. Um, when the Pope uh, uh, is talking about our faith and morals, you know, when he's, when he's, uh, do we, do we have to follow, uh, his words and his, uh, teachings? Yes, because we believe as Catholics the Holy Spirit is guiding him. And when he's talking in the person of Christ, you know, when he's talking, um, with that authority that he has, that the God has given them as the head of the Catholic Church. You know, when we were talking about the teachings of the Church, then yes, every Catholic must listen to him and uh, and reflect upon what he's saying. Um, when, he, when he's using uh, his position to teach the faith, to teach morals to us. But, you know, we know that many 
there have been many times in the history of our church where the popes haven't always acted uh, morally correct. Um, you can look at the history of the church and see the wars that have happened, um, the, the Inquisition, when they uh, tortured people who uh, were considered you know, pagans who considered non-Catholics, non-Christians, you know, and the many wars, the many, the much destruction that's happened. Uh, remember, I said earlier, the Pope is the head of the independent Vatican City. So at one time, the Pope had his own armies and his own, um, you know, inquisitors that would cause a lot of harm to other people. So again, back to the question, you know, when, when the Pope does something like this to make a, um, political statement, uh, it's not always, uh, easy to agree with his actions. Not always easy to agree with what he's doing. You know, and, and again, we all have our own opinions as long as our opinions are informed by the Holy Spirit, as long as our consciences are informed by the Holy Spirit, we should pray and, and really reflect upon these things, you know. And again, um, we, we, we hope that Pope Francis and we pray that Pope Francis is being influenced by the Holy Spirit when he, you know, does these political actions. Um, and I hope that if he has done it for, you know, reasons outside of promoting peace, for reasons outside of promoting um, the end of the war, then he needs to repent like the rest of us. He needs to to apologize for that, you know. Um, again, to <laughs> to make this a political statement, to make the war political is not helpful to anyone. Um, war is more than politics. War is is deep emotions between cultures, between religions, between lots of different things. And we don't want to stir the pot too much. Um, we don't want to stir um, the emotions that are very deep right now between the Ukrainians and Russians. So again, let's pray for Pope Francis. Let's pray for the end of the war. Let's pray for peace in the entire world but um it, it it his actions of you know having this ukrainian and uh russian women you know carrying the cross together in the state of the way of the cross on good friday is i don't know there's, there's many, many different thoughts about this. And it's, it's probably wasn't the right timing to do this. 
as I said, and this is just my own opinion. Um, we're not saying that everyone from the uh, a, a country who is the aggressor in this war is supporting the war. That's we know that there are many Russian people who do not support this war at all. We we understand that, but again to do this during the Good Friday services and to basically try to show that both sides are to blame and both sides need to reconcile with each other is a little bit short-sighted. Let's put it that way. When uh, one country attacked the other. That's that's just... That's just um, there's a lot maybe that Pope Francis should have thought about before doing this. Okay. Uh, so let's continue to pray for one another. Continue to pray for the end of the war. Continue to pray for the salvation of all the people in the world. And just to continue to pray for all of us. God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful day.